One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Back to the story of John Paul Carey getting 10 years for that awful assault on Francis Costello and his two brothers. Uh, 99 previous convictions and Frank says he already had a suspended for armed robbery. That's right, he committed that crime, that awful assault on the lads while he was out on a suspended sentence. For armed robbery, Frank says, what the hell is wrong there? You'd have to agree. Brings us back to sentencing, so it does. And do you remember last week, Judge Tony Hunt, this was all over the newspapers, Judge Tony Hunt, who was the trial judge in the case of Joseph Pushka, the man convicted of the murder of Ashling Murphy, he said when he was handing down a life sentence that he would have considered a hold-of-life sentence, but he can't. And he would have imposed a minimum sentence but he can't. Now, we read in the papers today that the government is considering a change to those rules. But over the weekend, Leo Varadkar, then at this conference that Fine Gael had, said that if we want that kind of sentencing, we need to build more prisons. That's effectively what he said. Uh, Mick Clifford is writing about this in the Examiner and says, no, you don't need to build more prisons. Mick, good morning. Morning, PJ. What do you think? He he has a point, though, doesn't he? Our prisons are full as they are. So if we put more people in for longer sentences, we need more spaces. Yeah, you could argue that, PJ, but I think he's conflating a few things. I mean, he's suggesting that if we had laws, that by the way, the problem here is that the, the law that Tony Hunt, Judge Tony Hunt was referencing in terms of judges having uh, the power to give a minimum term to be served in a life sentence. He's absolutely right in that. And for Leo Varadkar to respond to that by saying, well, if we do that, we'll need to build more prisons. In the first instance, 10 years ago, the Law Reform Commission recommended exactly what the judge was calling for. The Law Reform Commission said the commission recommends that when an offender is convicted of murder and is therefore sentenced to life imprisonment, legislation should provide that the judge may recommend a minimum term to be served by the offender. Now, 
Leo Varadkar's party has been in government for the last 10 years and they've done absolutely nothing about that. And then in a very high profile trial, a judge very understandably points out that, you know, this this crime was so horrendous that if he had if he had the power, he would have possibly imposed a whole of life sentence or certainly given a very long minimum term to be served. Mm-hmm. And Leo's basically deflecting for that when he talks about building more prisons, because in reality, if you had that line there, there's nothing really to suggest that an awful lot of people would be serving an awful lot longer sentence or that you would have more people going into prison. Mm. All it would mean is that you would have the appropriate sentence for the appropriate crime. Like, there's a life sentence for murder, but the circumstances and the severity of, of, of what the perpetrator has done and how he has acted, he, normally he, and with what intent... Mm. All of that differs. So, like, for example, if Judge Tony Hunt had the power, perhaps, and I'm only speculating here, he might have said, well, this man should serve a minimum of 40 years in prison. But you could have somebody equally convicted for murder in very, very different circumstances. And I've come across a few of them where, you know, there might be an argument that it's touch and go, whether it's murder or manslaughter. It's a thin line, yeah. I've been in cases like that too, Mick, so I'll go with you there, yeah. Yeah. 15 years. So that's kind of the reality. And to me, what Mr. Varadkar was doing is he was using the occasion of this to throw out an old trope, build more prisons, we're tough and law and order. And, you know, that old stuff, it has never worked before, but it still resonates with some people and therefore politically is going to try it. There is a feeling out there, though, Mick, whatever way you look at it, and it comes into me from my listeners morning after morning, there is a feeling out there that the the laws in this country are more suited to Joseph Pushka and his like than they are to Ashling Murphy and poor misfortunes like her. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I, I understand there is that out there, uh, PJ. And do you know something that isn't didn't come out there yesterday or today? Yeah. You go back 10, 20, 30, 40 years and you will continually see that. That is entirely understandable from the point of view of an emotional reaction to some horrendous crimes. There's absolutely no question about that. But 
What I would suggest, and I know this isn't very practical in some senses, if you send somebody down and put them sitting inside in the court for any kind of a length of a period, and you do it, for example, in the district court, you see the type of individuals that come in there and the circumstances, you go up to the circuit court, you go up to the central criminal court, which deals with the most horrendous crimes of all, I'd be relatively confident that people who go in there and they see the, the, the whole of everything that goes on and they try to view it from a dispassionate but one in which the, the, there's a belief and a necessity for natural justice, particularly for victims, but also for perpetrators. I don't think people would come out with anywhere near the same opinions. I'll give you a very brief example. Mm-hmm. I know myself. I, I don't so much in recent years, but for a long time I covered cases and, and, and cases that went on for a long period. And I can tell you that the impression I had of what I saw and what went on from sitting inside in, in the fullness of a criminal trial and the impression I get from reading what are totally understandably and have to be sort of extracts of what went on in there, they're very different altogether. And, and I think people need to take that into consideration. It's not a question of people being soft on crime or anything like that. But you need to take into consideration the fullness of what's going on. Mm. I, I would I would agree with you having done 12, 12 or 14 years in the courts myself, Mick. We don't hear everything. We only hear what is curatable and reportable. That, yes. That's, that's absolutely that's absolutely true. But still, even with that taken into account, a lot of people feel that sentencing is a bit soft. But come back to it. I think let's talk about Tony Hunt for a second, because I never heard a judge in all my years being so outspoken, for example, using words like there is evil in this room. Absolutely. And, and that, of course, is a reflection of the... Um the severity of the crime. I mean, it was just really something uh, unspeakable, to be honest with you, PJ. I found it hard at times to engage with it because it was just so unspeakable that somebody would go out with the express intent of just killing a woman uh, in in those circumstances. It was really, uh, it was quite unbelievable. And as you say, quite obviously, the, the, the judge that he would make a comment like that obviously felt... Uh, the same thing. The, 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 and the other element to that, to be fair, and he's absolutely correct, he should have been able to put a, a minimum sentence. But I can tell you one thing. I would be very confident that that individual will not see the outside of a prison for, at the very minimum, 13, you could be talking about 40 years. Would you there think, are individuals. Mick, would you think? Oh, absolutely. Abs- well, I'll give you a few examples. See, I, wouldn't be confident, I wouldn't be confident there. I wouldn't be confident in that at all, Mick. Well, I'll give you a few examples. Malcolm MacArthur, his crimes were deemed to be really horrendous and he attempted to get out of prison a number of times. He was eventually released. It was 30 years he spent in prison. Uh, two men who were sentenced to for killing two Gardaí in 1980, uh, they got out after 33 years and they only got out then because a, a, a law had arisen in the European court and they were able to bring an action there. Sean Evans, two Englishmen who committed some horrendous crimes against, I think it was two women, around the mid-70s. Now, mm. the best of my recollection, one of them has since died and the other is still in prison. Like, the, make no mistake, on, on a more, on a, more a, a different level again, a man died there in prison last year, David Stanners. He, he was known by a nickname, I think you're pleased with the frog eyes. He was one of these lim, limerick uh, criminals. I, I remember actually it. Yeah. covered his trial. Uh, 
yeah. in in, 19, in 2003. Now, he died after 20 years serving time for a prison or for a murder, a murder of Kieran Keane, another man who was involved in that. And at that point, there was no suggestion or expectation that he was due out in any time in the near future. So there's no question. People have an impression, I think, PJ, that, you know, these people get out in a very short period. If they do not, and the circumstances of the crime matter. The difference, if you give the judge the right to do that, he is the one who has sat there and seen up front the actual circumstances, and he would have a much better take mm-hmm. on the severity of what should be served. But I, I, I wouldn't be under the impression that simply because people, uh, some people, might get out earlier, that that's the case for everybody okay. across okay. the board. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bow to your experience there, Mick, to be fair. Would you agree, like, we watched the Lucy Letby case here a couple of months ago from the UK. She got a whole life tariff. Lastly, would you think a whole life tariff should be on the cards for a judge to hand down? I think that's the thing that needs some debate because everything to do with sentencing in any capacity in this country has always done so with the uh, prospect, however dim and however distant, that somebody may come to the end of their sentence. Now, there's various reasons for doing that, not least management within the prisons but it is something that is in other countries and it's something that very much i'd very much be in favor of there being an open sober debate on the issue i i wouldn't immediately come out and say yes pj it's one of these things that i think requires examination but it's certainly something that should be on the table all right. Thank you, Mick. Uh, as, as always, Mick Clifford, Special Correspondent with the Irish Examiner on the subject of uh, sentencing. Leo Radcar saying at the weekend, or suggesting at the weekend, at a Fine Gael conference that we might need more prisons if we are going to put people away for longer sentences. Mick, same nonsense. The Law Reform Commission has been calling for this for years, and it hasn't been done. Courts 96 FM.